Namaste. I'm Ellen Mouton, founder of Ellen Mouton TV Club. Welcome to the fifth dimension with your podcast and newsletter, 5D Metamorphosis. I'm Ellen Mouton, mindfulness teacher specializing in emotional release. To find out more, links are in the description below or you can visit ellenmoutontv.com. Today, our podcast is called When and how did we lose our freedom and how to get it back? We are born free, but what does it really mean? When we were born, we had no information on the world we had just stepped into. We were void. We were at our purest, pure consciousness, naked. Suddenly our body became our unique vehicle and we had to navigate with it in a physical world we had no idea existed. Imagine the contrast our five senses drawn into so much information. Sensations, pain, anger, limited vision. We then needed comfort and reassurance from our mom and dad or anyone in charge of protecting us to avoid stress and long-term scars. But fear is not avoidable because we are in the unknown like a blind person without any data, except the instinct that the person who is holding us is here to protect us and so we let her or him. How do we lose our innocence, this sparkle of life, by the time we are adults? Is this always the price to pay when we grow up or is there something else running in the background? One sure thing is that at school we never teach children information that would help them to know how to navigate into this human experience. School teaches us to read and talk, to be able to communicate, but unfortunately, we learn equations and formulas to develop our logic part of the brain, while ignoring the other as if it's not an important part of our brain, the creative and emotional side. So what's wrong with our emotions? It is as if they were not a part of us, where in fact, They are the most important pieces to understand who we are since they trigger all kinds of chemistries in our bodies through the brain and have a direct influence on our mood, actions, behaviors and lives. We don't talk about them at school, either at home, because they put everyone, from teachers to parents, uncomfortable. They themselves did not learn how to handle them. Moreover, from their birth, We base children's education on the material and the outer physical world, where emotion is from the inner world, leaving them with one very important missing dimension. If I insist on the notion of emotion, it is because we are going to learn how important it is to recognize and manage them to positively influence the future of our children and the future generations after them. For that, We are going to learn how children receive the information used for their education. Learning phase from 0 to 7 years. 
The way we learn at age 0 to 7 years is by hypnosis. We have five types of brain waves and the most predominant in a child are theta and delta waves between 2 and 7 years of age. The predominant kind of waves is theta, 4 to 8 Hz, and is associated with the state of imagination. Any pretending game is real to them. It is also a state of hypnosis where a big amount of information can be downloaded in our subconscious. Our human program has three levels. Level 1, a pre-program made of instinctive behaviors linked to survival, such as the action of sucking or breathing and more. Because the child has to adapt to an ever-changing and evolving environment, a second level of program has been added. Level number two, upgradable softwares where the child downloads information directly into his subconscious by simply observing his environment, listening, watching, and using his other senses allows him to collect information necessary to his survival in his community. He starts by observing his parents, then his teachers, and then his culture, religious traditions, and so on. This version of life will then become his world, and by extension, the world. It is important to know that during this programming phase, the child cannot evaluate the information. Above 7 to 8 years old. Level of programming number 3. Programming by repetition has now become the way to learn. The biggest job is done at school when we learn the alphabet, counting and so on. Now, in order to download information into the subconscious, even as adults, it has to be repeated over and over. Remember how you had to learn your first job and learned how to drive. It became a second nature. Adulthood. Let's go back to the emotions we were talking about earlier. The ones we did not learn to manage. Our subconscious is a recording device, as we've learned. But it also stores the information that is recalled when and if needed. So we don't know about it, but it is somewhere available. We definitely don't remember most of the information we collected before the age of seven because we were in an hypnosis state. It also means that the subconscious just records and keeps the good and the bad. No string attached. It is not against us. It just works that way. So it means that between age zero and seven, we record absolutely everything that is said and done by our parents and people who raise us. Their goodwill, their loving attention, but also their struggles, their fears, neuroses, traumas, that have been transmitted from a generation to another through these sophisticated programs. You probably don't need to imagine what impact it can have on a child's life if he recorded and believed he's stupid, or that money is hard to get and not available for everyone, or that men are all monsters, or he needs to be good at school to receive love. Imagine his life and his future relationships. 
No wonder so many of us are self-sabotaging our lives without knowing why. But now it's becoming a big issue as neurosis rises because we educate children to be neurotics and they educate their own children that way too. Instead of opening our eyes to see the root of the problem, we release new dangerous medicines each year to cure something that you cannot cure with any medicine or substance, even though it is spreading. We have become a dependent civilization as we became more and more depressed, unhappy, fearful and violent. We've been using any kind of substance to mask our pain, such as alcohol, drug and more because we did not learn to manage our own beings and our emotions. So we've copied our elders' destructive behaviors to hide from ourselves too. It never fixes any issue, and we know it, but we continue with our destructive actions. To manage our problems, we would need to acknowledge we have them. Then we must recognize we don't know anything about ourselves, our emotions, and their impact on others, and ourselves, of course. We throw them at people, at our children, without knowing the negative impact it has or had on their lives, their future, because we consider emotions as something useless and even worse, harmless. It is nobody's fault, but we must wake up now. Every day, we find new mental conditions that affect our children, but we are the ones who give them. The only thing children are affected by is the lack of education on life. What is it to be a human being? What are we made of and where we come from? How to behave within our community? How to manage different kinds of relationships? What is the difference between love and sex? Sex is a taboo subject that nobody wants to talk about, so our children learn from pornography, which has disastrous results in the building of a healthy relationship between men and women. This is how a lack of emotional education looks like. We all struggle because we never learned to dance with life. Instead, we learned to fear it and to protect ourselves by ignoring our emotional guidance system here to help us to navigate through life. Learning equations and numbers is useful, but it doesn't help us after school when we have to run our lives on our own. This is only a pseudo-freedom we get, because as we don't know how to live our lives, we follow the pack which becomes our jail. By the time we are young adults, even before, we have lost our identity. How to get our freedom back? It is possible there is hope. This is why I'm talking to you today. But it demands effort, flexibility and a willingness to challenge ourselves. It also asks a training that can be long. Because if a training by repetition has been necessary to implant negative ideas and behaviors in us, only a similar training will deprogram us from them. What kind of training do we need to do? I can see three types of training that can free us from our programs. Training number one, cultivating our attention and presence. It is very important to know that the subconscious mind represents the recording as well as the storing device in our brain. Our conscious mind represents everything we desire. 
our creativity, our imagination, but also our thoughts and our logic mind. It is within the conscious mind that life happens. Unfortunately, according to many studies, our conscious mind represents only 5% of our day and the rest of the 95% of our time we are run by our programs stored in our subconscious mind. It means we live a by-default life that is run in an automatic pilot most of the time. The problem with that is we don't know we are living, we cannot appreciate moments because our conscious mind is gone. When we are quote-unquote gone or in our thoughts, our program runs the show and we follow the conditioned path of the pack instead of our own path. When we are in love, we are alive again and present. Then we go back to our old programmed self and we are gone again. So it is time to develop our attention by practicing mindfulness-based exercises and meditation to help us to train our mind and control our thoughts. There are other exercises we can do and I will talk about them in the near future. However, attention and presence are not enough. That is why so many of us fail at transforming our lives. Training number two, reprogramming the subconscious by rewriting our story. Let's take an example to understand the mechanism of the subconscious and the conscious minds. You are in your car, in the driver's seat, with a friend. She asks, what did you do on the first in the evening? In order to answer your friend, your conscious mind has to think, to recall the information stored in your subconscious mind. While this happens, your subconscious mind runs smoothly your car in an automatic pilot for you. Because you have learned it before, it is now part of your program and you no longer need to learn to drive. And since it is away 95% of your day, your life is controlled by your subconscious, not you. Earlier, we learned that as an adult, we collect information by repetition and as a child by hypnosis. Even if adults don't live predominantly in the theta state, we can achieve it through hypnosis sessions. Why is it relevant? It is because we can reprogram our subconscious in two ways by accessing the subconscious mind. The first window we have is daytime, when our conscious mind is gone, we have access to our subconscious mind. The second window is at night, between the theta and the delta states, where the conscious mind subsides. How could we proceed? Simply by playing an audio recording that tells the opposite of what we have been traumatized with. And to know in which area we have been programmed negatively, we just need to think to look at what parts of our lives we struggle the most with. If we are not supported in this area, then there is a program there. For example, if you struggle with finances or love relationships or self-confidence, then you can record sentences, keywords and emotions that are empowering. The words and phrases don't need to be complicated because the ones that hurt you were simple. You are so stupid. There is no money, it is hard to get, you will never succeed in life, and so on. You can record one audio for the day and one more subtle for the night. 
It involves sleeping with a comfortable pair of headphones for weeks, but it is the price to pay to access our subconscious long enough to start a deprogramming phase. You can also visit an hypnotherapist who can help you with beliefs deprogramming. Training number three, managing our emotion to never replicate our conditioning. This last part will also be the conclusion. Cultivating presence and reprogramming our subconscious are two very important parts of our empowerment. And if we don't manage our emotions, we will do the same to our children and it will never end. Recognizing our emotions as important parts of our beings is primordial because they influence our lives on a daily basis. By controlling and managing them, we can positively influence our lives and our children's lives so that we can enjoy every bit of it. It is not our fault. It is the way life has been created with programs. However, it becomes our fault when we know, but choose to continue to live as if we did not know and keep on complaining that our life is not fair. It would not make any sense.